It is another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Welcome and... Uh, well, yeah, I tell you what, let's just let's just bring him in. Philip Washington Jr., our financial guru over there, our common beliefs that people have about money. And let's go ahead and just get right into it. Um, as we did last week, I will mention the topic and give whether I think it's true or false, uh, prove me wrong. Uh, money is the measure of success. This is very, very true. Yes, yes, but not in not in my book, not oh. in the book of Philip Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not true. It's not true. So, okay, explain. Here, here's the cool about measurements of success. Success, if you want it to be, can be society's definition of success. The problem with that, in my perspective, is society's measures change based on society's whims. And so then that becomes stressful because you become a puppet to exterior things that you can't control because you cannot control society's whims. So I tend to, I tend to, I said whims, whims. Okay. I tend to focus on my measure of success and I get to define it. That's the cheat code. I get to, because, and by the way, like my measure can change based on like what I wanted to be to make me feel good in the current moment. And so I like to make my measures of success something simple like what makes me feel good, right? It's super, it's super simple. Like it makes me feel good to grow and expand, right? It makes me feel good to make more money, but it's not the only avenue, right? It makes me feel good to appreciate things. It makes me feel good to hang out with Steve. It makes me feel good to go run, right? It makes me feel good. So like, Good feelings make me feel good. And so my measure of success are doing things that make me feel good, right? Specifically when it comes to money making, like if I am making money, I I, I am more in love with the journey in the process, feeling good. And that means success to me because then if that feels good to me, then to me, the money will come. But I don't need the money to be a certain thing in the moment to feel good, which is success to me. So having $10 in the bank account with uh, seven days left before payday, that should not be your measure of success. That right. your your measure of success is, is, is what's everything around you, correct? Yeah, correct. Because if I have $10, true story, <laughs> there was a time where I had $10, true, there was a time where I had negative $2,000 in my bank account, but I was pursuing my dream, you know, yeah. I felt successful because had I not done that, I wouldn't be doing this. So okay. success. The next one, it's hard to make money. Oh my gosh, this is so true. <laughs> this this, is, is it not true? It come, come on. It's hard to make money. It's hard to make money. It's It's true if that's what you believe to be true. Okay. But, but the level of people... Yeah. I like to use like Tim Ferriss as a perfect example. Like if you look at Tim Ferriss who makes like a gazillion dollars a year, I don't know how much he makes, but he makes a lot of money. But he is very intentional about only doing things to make money that he loves to do. Right? He's the author of Four Hour Work Week. Yeah. But like he literally makes millions of dollars a year, like recording three or four podcasts a month, <laughs> right? And talking to people that he's only interested in talking to, right? And getting paid to do that. I mean, that's like, that's easy. That's, that's, that's the definition of easy money, right? Yeah, but he's Tim Ferriss. I'm not. 
but he has like the same blood cells that we do. Like he's made of the same carbon as we are, the same money. His mind works the same way. Uh, the the only the only difference is his ability to be true to himself or like what makes him feel good. And Tim Ferriss is not an isolated incident. There are I like I like to call it like in in what was it uh, Star Wars, the light and the dark, the Jedi's and the dark side. When you look at money, people typically just assume people make money based on like their perspective, how people make money. But I'm like, no, there's Jedi's and there's dark side, meaning there's people that make money that makes them feel good and that's relaxed and that's easy. And there's people who don't, right? Like, is it 50-50? I don't really know. I'm just saying, go with the concept. I mean, there's lots of people that do things that make money that they feel good about. Um, but we only think, but, but it, since... Since, since we value like struggle as a society, right? Or, and, and if we're struggling, then we hate people who don't struggle, right? Just anybody who's making money and it's easy, they're not going to come out and be like, in their interview, they're going to be like, hey, uh, how'd you, you know, was your, was your making your million dollars very hard? Oh man, yeah, it was, I sacrificed, you know, I struggled, I did this. Because if they didn't, people would be like, oh, he's a dick, he's arrogant, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, so they just don't say that. <laughs> they just leave that out. And let you use your imagination on, on on how the journey was, but it's a lot of people that make money uh, in an easy way because they believe it should be easy, and they stick to that principle. Isn't the dark side called the Sith? Yeah, you probably know better than me. Yes, you got the Jedi's and the Sith. You got the Jedi's and that, the Sith. Is that correct? Uh, I'm getting a yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we have a we have a Star Wars um, aficionado. Uh, analyst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him a nerd. No, I'm, I'm going to call him an analyst. Okay. Yeah, they're called analysts. That's the technical definition of a nerd. Let's go to the next one. Uh, oh, and this is so true. Uh, money is limited and there's not enough for everyone. Prove me wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you saw me stop, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, because I don't I – don't, I don't, I, Money's running out. The 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 Bill Gateses of the world are 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 hoarding all the money, and we're running out. That's if you believe that money is like green stuff, right? If you really here's the te- if you look at the money that's in the system and in the world right now, most of it is digital. Most of it is like code on a computer, ones and zeros. Yeah, you know that can be added to based on pushing a button, and that's like real. Like that's a hundred percent true. Um, so the majority of things that what we call money is is like like digital already. Um, but money is what we believe it to be true. Like money, if you go do a a, a study of money over different cultures over as as long as humans have been in 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 existence, it's it's what we believe it to be true. And so the belief is unlimited. Belief continues to evolve. Belief continues to expand. And so, like, if money is belief, right, then money can't be limited because belief can't be limited. It can be limited in the mind of a person. A person can be a limited thinker. What do they call that? A closed-minded person. Sure. Somebody, yeah, you can close your mind, and that's going to limit your money. But if you have an open mind, right, that's the definition of a entrepreneur or a wealth builder because they're 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 open-minded and they and they attract money. Meaning, you can take you can take Elon Musk. Or anybody who's a considered a great entrepreneur, um, and you put them in a system that's free, and they're gonna like be relatively wealthy, getting paid in whatever currency that they get paid in, 
because they have the ability to think wealth thoughts, think positively about uh, economics, think positively about building wealth, think positively about creating value to uh, a society. And with that comes like whatever we consider money in that period of time. And so check this out. If, if, if everybody in the world all at once was stripped of their money and then everyone was given $10,000, the current day entrepreneurs, the Bezos, the Musks, the, the, they would be down the line, again, the successful ones because of their mindset. Because, yeah, because your mindset is literally a magnet. Like how you feel about something attracts what you clothe your environment in. And so, yeah, you're right. Five years, seven years, 10 years, like in a period of time, m- you know, more relative money is going to gra- going to gradually attract to them. And those people are going to, who feel good about money, they're going to increase the pie because they're going to think of new ways to bring more value, which attracts like more belief in a new society, which like increases the pie for like everybody, right? Including the pessimists. And, and money... All right. So the, the the comment was money is limited. There's not enough for everyone. Money is not just the dollar bill. But you remember that there was a story of a guy who started with a paperclip mm. and he traded, I'll give you my paperclip tr- in exchange for, I don't know, this, this coffee cup. <clears throat> and then he took the coffee cup and says, I will exchange this coffee cup. I'll give you this coffee cup in exchange for... I don't know, this little radio. And then he took that little radio and said, I will give you this radio in exchange for Mr. Potato Head. And he built this up and actually to the point where I will exchange this for that house. Mm. And essentially he started with a paperclip and exchanged his way all the way up to a house. I like that. That's a that's a pretty cool story. That yeah, and so money is is not limited. Money is what you make of it. I love that. And he started his money started with a paperclip. Yes, his his money started with a paperclip. Yeah. So which 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 really which really I'm gonna even add to that his money started in his mind with his perspective of like what money was because I'm sure me and like before you told me the story if I saw a paperclip I'd be like. I can't buy a house with a paperclip. Mm, you can. I can now. Yeah. So Mr. Potato Head wants to know how someone can reach out to Philip Washington Jr. and uh, and find out more information about Stonehill Wealth Management and, and what you guys do there. Yeah, I can't turn a paperclip into a house, but what mm. I <laughs> but what I can do is help you invest money to buy a house. So StonehillWealthManagement.com, check us out, home of the five hundred dollar financial plan in the current moment, not a financial plan, an investment plan to help you get your investment portfolio aligned with your goals and values. We're heading into December next week, and uh, that means it's it's the Christmas season, and uh, we do this every week here on the podcast. Philip, hope uh, hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. You too. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series. If you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info 
at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get y'all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.